My name is Nico Fontaine, and what I'm about to tell you is probably going to sound a little strange. You have been warned. Welcome to Ghosts Etc. Hey, what's going on guys? Welcome to Ghosts Etc. My name is Nico Fontaine. I'm a paranormal investigator with over 10 years of paranormal investigation experience. Today's episode is going to be dedicated to my list of paranormal classifications. That being said, um, I wanted to go in and thank everyone who has listened and commented on the episode ground zero uh introductory episode uh, we got great results 500 listens in nine hours that was pretty great considering it was my first podcast up anyways um let's get back on topic so the classification system is a fairly condensed list of paranormal uh, activity i broke it down into seven classes uh, with class one being the most common and least threatening and a class seven being the least common and the most threatening. So getting into the list, let's go ahead and begin with a class one. A class one is a residual ghost. Um, you know, for it to qualify as a ghost, it had to be the spirit of something that was once living, a human, an animal, um, etc. So a residual ghost is also going to be tied to a specific location, time, place, date, um, usually stuck in a never-ending loop. Um, I believe as well that it is believed they can't see us, but we can see them. Um, that has not been proved or disproved. Uh, it's more of a theory, I guess, at this particular point. Um, but yeah, they are the most commonly found um, paranormal entities. Um, this is basically your standard haunted house type stuff. Um, that brings us to a class two. A class two is what we consider to be an interactive and or artificial ghost. Um, this is a ghost that has been developed through the interactions and energy levels of a large group or crowd. Um, a great example of that, again, is like a Ouija board, you know, a bunch of people surrounding a table and kind of chanting and kind of giving this energy out. Um, has the power and capability of creating this ghost. Um, that being said, a Ouija board or even like a seance and, and that kind of thing has a double-edged sword. So you, on the positive end, get an interactive ghost and you, you have a little bit of fun for that night. Um, on the negative end, you launch into a class four um, apparition, which is what you don't want. Um, actually, a class four is not even can, can can't even be considered an apparition. So, anyways, before we jump ahead, um, let's go to a class three. Class three is the ever mind altering, stomach turning poltergeist. The reason I call it that is because a poltergeist requires a lot more electromagnetic energy than the rest of the ghosts or spirits on this list. Um, and I don't know if you've ever been exposed to high levels of electromagnetism, but it causes you to hallucinate, um, gives you feelings of nausea, 
um, just weakness, very very flu-like symptoms, I guess would be the best way to, to describe this, um, because poltergeist requires such high levels of electromagnetic and even ambient energy. Um, they could drain you, um, you know, creating a cold spot right where you're, where you're standing and, and drain you of your energy. So long story short, um, we want to basically avoid uh, contact with poltergeists um, at all costs. Usually a poltergeist does end with the um, victim having to relocate um, if the poltergeist can't be removed from the home. So anyways, let's go on to, again, the class four. So bringing us back to the opposite end of the Ouija board experience, um, demonics um, and angelics. Both are on the same plane. I have experienced more demonics than I have angelics. Um, I actually don't think I've ever experienced in an angelic form. Um, demonics are also the highest thing on this list that I have personally interacted with. And also the first thing on this list that can physically harm you. Um, a warning for all my new, fresh, paranormal enthusiasts. When dealing with a demon, leave it for the professionals. I mean, eventually you might get to the level of being able to manipulate and speak to a demonic, but that's not something that we like to dabble in. It's It really takes the fun out of the job that we do. Um... So again, just, just be very, very cautious. Um, moving on to a class seven. Class sevens are what we call cryptics, um, that, you know, things that focus around cryptozoology. So these are those like legendary creatures, like we're talking about like Bigfoot and Loch Ness Monster or um, the Chupacabra, you know, things of that nature, just these odd creatures um, in folklore. Um, that being said as well, I mean, that's a, a great thing to, to kind of caveat into this. Um, the, the common misconception of what we do uh, as paranormal investigators is that we only ghost hunt. And that's not true. I mean, as a paranormal investigator, we study all things paranormal. Um, again, Bigfoot's one of them, you know what I mean? So... Anyways, uh, not to go off on a tangent, uh, let's to a class six. This is where it gets kind of weird. Uh, we're going to start with aliens, uh, extraterrestrials. Um, I believe it's naive to think we are alone in the universe. That's my opinion. Um, that being said, I mean, I've got stories about this as well that I can share personal experiences. Um, and of course, a later episode. Um, I want to keep you guys coming back. And, uh, yeah, so, uh, on that same plane, it might sound crazy, but the zombies. Now, we're not talking about George A. Romero zombies, um, the undead coming back, um, but more like, you know, black magic or, you know, voodoo witchcraft, you know, manipulating the mind and the body of an individual, um, putting them in a zombie-like state, um, so class six, um, encompasses that as well. Um, class sevens, this is again going to sound far fetched. This is, a, I'm just making the list of stuff. If there's a legend about any of this stuff, it's on my list. So this brings us to witches, warlocks, sorcerers, uh, lichens uh, or werewolves, uh, vampires, 
Um, this brings us to, you know, things like leprechauns and and just all these mythical creatures. I mean, it, it, in theory, a class seven could encompass Santa Claus if you wanted to go go there. Um, but uh, yeah, so that's my basic kind of condensed classification system. Uh, let me know if I left anything out um, in describing. I could probably throw it in the classification system under the appropriate class type. I want to thank you guys again so much for tuning into the show once again this week. Next week, we're going to talk a little bit about the types of gear and basic tools that all paranormal investigators use while on the field, um, essentially allowing you to build a bare-bones kit to start your own investigation. All right, guys, I'm going to call it a night. Thank you again so much for tuning in. My name is Nico Fontaine. And you've been listening to the Ghost Etc. podcast. Thank you.